I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tech Talk is underway on this Saturday. Uh, finally warming up a little bit. Uh, hopefully we're all in a better mood after that cold snap. If you have a problem with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to give us a call on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226 is the phone number. And by the way, that uh, Chinese spy balloon uh, has been shot down over the Atlantic off the Carolinas. We'll, we'll have more on that as we move through the day. But, Doug, good to visit with you today. I hope all is well. Yep, staying inside and keeping warm. Yeah, uh, it, it is a little better. Went out, ran some errands. It is amazing how, how good uh, temps in the 20s feel after uh, single digits and the below zero stuff we had this week. Uh, so it uh, looks like it'll be a pretty quiet week, and that's certainly Good news, and we'll certainly keep you up to date here at no News doubt. Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, all things computers today, hardware, software, whatever. Uh, Doug, I wanted to get into a particular topic, and th- this is always pertinent, but it seems as though we're, we're seeing a spike again in 
and it kind of ebbs and flows. But I've talked to more and more people that are, are getting texts, are getting emails, are getting the things that look really legit uh, about particular accounts. I, I'm getting bombarded right now with stuff from uh, looks like Amazon or it looks like something from AT&T who happens to be uh, my wireless provider, etc. about you need to call, your your account's been closed. I, I've yeah. been getting them from eBay. It just goes on and on and on, and it, it seems like we're in a new wave right now. We are, and, and I've, tried to, I've given this some thought, and, and it appears to me that as the economy, we're, you know, we're suffering a little bit with inflation right now, and it appears to me that as the economy kind of dives a little bit worldwide, we see more of it, and I'm sure it's because people are trying to make a dollar. But you are absolutely right. It's up. My spam filter is up. Everybody's is up. And the big thing here is just to make sure that we communicate with people and let them know to to peruse their email, especially with a little bit more caution than normal. And as long as they do that, they'll be just fine. I actually um, added a bank to my web about a month ago, and that started like probably within two weeks of me having another bank. I started getting all kinds of stuff that, oh, you got to do this to renew your, to increase the security in your account. And it was all bogus. Yeah. Must have got 20 emails on that. And I'm, I'm not sure I care for that, but that's the world we live in today. Yeah. Here's a good example. And I had it uh, a moment ago. And I'm going to read this uh, verbatim. New Mm -hmm. message. Your card was charged $438.78. For Prime activation. Well, I happen to be an Amazon Prime subscriber. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a number to call. Don't call that number. Don't, no. by all means, do that. That is a good example. And that, that came in on the text. And I, I'm not sure what you can do. You can block numbers, etc. But you're, you're playing whack-a-mole uh, on your smartphone. Because once your number gets out there... Uh, you're going to get that stuff, but be very, very careful when you get a text. And it looks legit. At first, I read it and said, oh, no, um, $438.78. That's a lot of money. I better dig into that. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not going to click on this. Yeah. Nancy and I both got one, too, for the Prime accounts. And um, yep. I, I, she says, well, we better call. I said, listen, just go online. If you're not seeing it in your account, it's not real. And she went online. Well, there's nothing there. I said, then just send the administration that this is, and they knew about it anyway. But yeah, you're right. right. Go, do, whatever they direct you to do, find another way. Whether you got to do a Google search first or with Amazon, it's easy. Just go to your Prime account and look in there. If there's something wrong with your account, that's the first place it's going to be displayed. Not sending you an email. That's yeah. especially not asking you to call. They get plenty of calls every day. Um, I got that one. I got a couple from Social Security. Um, I got several from banks um, and car places I did business with in the past, uh, AT&T, uh, my provider yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, These people are, are, well, they can take the logo and do a cut and paste and create a, an email. But what they can't do is they can't forge the domain name. So if you are looking at that, where it came from, the URL, that's they can jump it, but they can't they can't forge it which is, that's a godsend. But whatever they tell you to do, be suspicious and probably check some other place. Usually you can log on to your account, and that's yep. really the where you'll get the best information. 
And if you get that stuff and you have have the time, uh, alert, uh, for instance, uh, Amazon or AT&T if you want to. But you're right, they probably know about it. Hey, we expect to be very busy because one week ago today we had uh, all-day coverage of Twinton's Fest from Target Field. That was a great show led off by Chad Hartman. Henry Lake was there. Jason Derasha, Vanita Sakhar, entire team did an outstanding job. Uh, so no tech talk last week. So we expect to be busy, and we invite you to get in early on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Let's go to those phone lines. Jim from Lakeville, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, good afternoon, guys. I have a Lenovo idea pad flex five and i am stuck on the boot menu when i uh i just took my my laptop on a trip i came home uh opened it up and it's stuck on boot menu i have already removed the battery for some time and restarted it and it's still on the boot menu um i don't know what to do from here do you have access to another computer yes uh, I would suggest that you run up a, a Google search on boot-repair-disk, and you should be downloading it from SourceForge, and you'll have to create a bootable DVD, CD, or USB drive, depending on what your computer has. Once you get that done, you'll have to get uh, and you can jump on the Lenovo website and get instructions on how to boot to that USB drive and just follow the instructions. That's probably your best bet. If you have trouble beyond that, give me a call, and we'll figure something out. All right, very good, Jim. Uh, We're going to go to a break right now. We'll come back and visit with Tom from Coon Rapids, Howard from Lakeville, and go to our text line. It is the city's one plumbing talk and text line, 651-461-9226. We already have a bunch of texts lined up, so we're going to get to all of that in short order here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. It is a busy day on Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in, Steve Thompson here, and our producer is Josh Wheeler. And by the way, uh, you can be a part of the show on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. Let's go there right now. Tom and Coon Rapids here on the air with Doug. Hello. Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. Um, sure. I've got a pavilion desktop uh uh, 64-bit. Uh, it just has two slots, and I've upgraded. I put another RAM in there, 8-bit, so now I have two 8-bits. And I brought up the, uh, the the processor. The problem is when I go to my task manager, I can see the performance. It shows that I have, you know, the two slots are filled. I've got all this memory. But in my setting, uh, start settings, in that storage, it tells me that, you know, I'm running out of space, a big red line. How can I make them balance? How can I have them read each other? Yeah, the, you got two things going on probably. Now, now, first of all, when you increased your RAM, you wanted to make absolutely certain that you had matched memory. If they're identical in speed yeah. and timing issues, that you should be okay with that. Now, in addition to that, I, I, Microsoft Windows uses a process called virtual memory. You may have to increase that. They actually use drive storage as like a, a subset of memory if it happens to run out or they use that for like like a like an image like an image storage, that kind of thing. But the best thing you could do for your computer is to download, install, and run um uh, uh provisor. 
P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R.com. And it's an open source program, so you can download it for free, but they will ask you for a donation. Set that, get that baby down and put it in that computer. You will be amazed at the difference. That will clean out all kinds of stuff that's probably running in the background. All right, very good, Tom. Thanks for the call. And uh, once again, Doug, let, let's spell that again. We, we've talked about it a lot on the program. It, it really is uh, a great tool, and you speak highly of it. It is. It's a tremendous, and everybody should have that in their toolbox. It's Provisor, P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R.com. Just a tremendous utility. And, of course, this is Tech Talk here at News Talk, A3OWCCO. Let's get to some more calls. Howard from Lakeville, you're on Tech Talk with Doug. Yes, I've got a Windows 10 uh, machine I'm trying to hook up to a printer uh, remotely by another computer. Uh, the printer works fine on the machine. My other computer can see the printer, but it can't connect. I'm getting an error message of 0x000011B. What do uh, I do? That, that, that error message doesn't mean much to me, but I can pretty much tell you what I think it is. The first computer that's actually connected to your printer, you used wireless direct. So that computer is talking directly to the printer. That's fine if you have one machine and one printer. Normally, a Wi-Fi setup is your printer talks to your your router, your Wi-Fi router, which could also be your modem from your internet service provider. And then that becomes the hub. And that way you can have multiple devices all connected to that hub, and you will see your printer. If you have trouble with that, uh, give me a call, because I think you might need some, some extra work taking some stuff out to to undo that, and you'll, we'll start with the printer. But that's usually a pretty easy fix, and I'll, I'll help you with that to, if you can't get it, but look for that. Read on Google about the difference between Wi-Fi Direct and connecting directly to the Wi-Fi. There, there is a difference, and I hope that helps. Yeah, and Doug, th- th- this is an important distinction, and thanks again for the call uh, on the program. But I, I do want to... Say, when I set up this new printer, and I I happen to have a brother here in the studio with me today. When I set that up, I set that up without any computer involvement. I set that up to make sure the printer was connected to the router. That's the way to do it. That explains. So it's kind of crazy. I've got a Chromebook in front of me, and when I print, it's actually going upstairs to the router. Mm-hmm. And then down to the printer. It's not going across the room. So the the key is is to get it set up. So the you you set that printer up directly to your router. That, well, you know they, the the manufacturers in a, in an attempt to lower support needs and help people get up and running faster, they developed this a number of years ago, and it and it's a bit confusing. And people think, well, I'm, I'm wireless. I'm going to connect this device to that device. That makes sense. Well, just hit your wizard, and how many computers? Well, just one, bang, 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 and there it is. It's up. That's the first one. Then you go to the second one. And if you get three or four computers all using wireless direct, oh, it turns into a pandemonium. It's just incredible what goes on because you're ending up with network collisions, and you're right. I wish people would say, okay, let's take this printer, and let's connect it to our router first. Yes. Your troubles are done. I mean, they really are. Yep, absolutely. And... We happen to have two printers, one in my daughter's bedroom that she uses, and then we have one downstairs, and it happens to be this printer. And it, 
it's worked out great that way. Now, with that said, occasionally, sometimes something gets weird between the router and the printer and you need to restart the printer. Not a big deal. Generally, it's just a shutdown and a restart, and it'll train up just fine. Absolutely. And it, and the, the thing that's really come to be a, a major fix at last few years used to be that from time to time, your printer would go to sleep, and then your router would actually allocate the IP address to a new device. And then, then if that device was still on when somebody went to connect to that printer, it, it, it just couldn't connect. And that left people scratching their heads as well. But since then, most of the equipment that we get from CenturyLink or Xfinity, once that gets that printer, it locks it in and it and it reserves that IP address for that particular device. That has been a godsend for home networking. All right, good stuff. Busy day. Uh, let's bring in Howard. Uh, he's joining us from Lakeville. Howard, you're on the air with Doug. Howard. All right, let's put him on hold. Let's let's try uh, uh, Joanne from Blaine. Joanne, you're on the air. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. I have sure. what is probably considered a rather elementary question, but it's sure causing me some some frustration. Okay, can a mouse die? <laughs> and the reason I yes. ask is because as I'm using my mouse to navigate around my screen, and I'll you know take their cursor and point at what I want to click on, and it will click, and then it'll go right back again. Then it'll click. I have to do that three or four times in order to get whatever it comes up. For instance, if I'm trying to open an email, I'll click on the closed envelope, and it'll open and immediately close again, and I'll have to click three, four times. I thought perhaps a new battery in the mouse would help. It didn't. So it's a very old I'm mouse. That's a certain that's your mouse. That's, that's a, are you on a laptop, Angels? No, I have a desktop iMac. It's a desktop. Oh, it's an iMac. Oh, right. That's, right. Yeah, that's that's quite strange. I would be. Um, I think with a Mac, you're you're going to want to download and install Onyx. O N Y X. And again, it's an open source program. It's a donate if you want to, but make sure you line up the version of Onyx with your version of Mac OS. Once you do that, it'll run fine. That should clean out a whole bunch of demons and things that normally just get ignored. Your old Mac will run better. Uh, it, it, it could be a faulty Mac, but it could be a faulty mouse, but it just doesn't seem like the mouse would actually have that effect. The, the, I think it's more in the software. I, something is off in your computer. And if that doesn't help, give me a call, and I'll see if I can help you with that. But that's a, that's a weird, weird thing you got going on. Very right. weird. Yeah, th- thanks, Joanne. That's that's Joanne from Blaine uh, joining us here on the program. Quick follow-up on that. Doug, do you think there could be uh, a key stuck on the keyboard that could be causing mouse trouble? Or it, yeah, that, that is thing, unusual. It is. And the first thing that came to my mind was, well, maybe the dongle's got some dirt in it or something. Like that. Yeah. But if it's that consistent, I open an email, and I, gotta open, I open a program, I got to do it multiple times. See, this is different sections. This has something to do in the base configuration, I think. I don't think it's the mouse. Yeah, that that is really unusual. I, I've typically, I, I have a wireless mouse with my laptop at work. It was provided by the company, and I'll use that. And occasionally you need to swap out the battery. And you know when it's going because it'll start to do weird things, and then mm-hmm. you got to uh, throw, throw a battery in it. But I've gone back to the cheapy wired mouse. I, you know, you, you get them, 
you get them online or get them at the store for six, seven bucks. And I, I would just prefer to have them hardwired at this point. It's, in my opinion, and, and they're so cheap. If you're having trouble with the mouse in particular, uh, it's one of those things that's that's easy to replace. But I, I've kind of gotten away from the wireless mouse. I haven't wanted to. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't used a wireless keyboard in, what, what, 20 years? I use a wireless mouse, but Logitech is a little bit different. When their batteries start to go out now, that green light on top turns red. And you usually got a day or so before it goes. And then it'll start skipping. And some yep. of the Logitechs, they just go dead. So you got to have some AA batteries available all the time. But Logitech SEM 305 and 505s, the battery, one AA battery generally lasts almost two years just to die for. And they're not that expensive either. I think you can pick them up for $15 to $20 generally. And if you find them on sale, less than that. And don't be afraid of a refurb either. I get refurb mice at Micro Center for $9, and they're perfect. I always have three or four extra mice laying around all the time, yeah. yeah especially if you're using wireless. And then uh, some folks, like uh, my my daughters, are like, "Oh, you still have a mouse? Oh, wow!" Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're all touchpad, and I I hate. I don't care I for the touchpad the touch- myself. Yeah, me either. Drive me crazy. Yeah, let, let's try and get in Rick uh, from Monticello uh, before the break. Rick, what have you got for us? Hi, Doug. I've got uh, another question. I've got a question about my printer. It's an HP 7640 Envy. You know, I've had it for a number of years, and it, it worked just fine. And then we were gone for a while, and we had an electrical storm here a few months back. And when I came home, I could not use my printer wirelessly any, any longer. And so I cannot get it connected up to Wi-Fi. I've done everything that, you know, the printer tells me to do, and I've looked on the computer a little bit. So anyway, I took out my manual, and I called up HP, and they took in, uh, uh, they've got somebody, an an outfit that they work with, and I I should have written the name down, but I didn't. But anyway, he connected up to my uh, computer. I've got a a MacBook Air. He connected up to my computer. Pardon me? Yeah, okay. He, He connected up to my computer remotely, and then he came back, and he told me that it's in my computer rather than the printer. Why can't I think I'm going to have you give me a call next week, and I'll connect up remotely and see if we can find it. Um, HP probably didn't, didn't want to work on the Mac too much, rightfully so. Um, it's possible he's right. It's um, it, this is um, it, this is this is an ongoing issue between corporations and PCs and Macs, and I, I'm not certain why that is, but I think we can get it again if they can see it over the network. We'll get it again. Um, but we probably got to cut this short, wouldn't you say, Steve? Yeah, we, we better get to a weather break. But, uh, yeah, that is a good one. Uh, unusual when when something uh, worked and then uh, you, you're gone for a while and come back to it and it doesn't uh, anymore. Thanks again for the call. It is Tag Talk here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. It's been busy, busy on the phone lines on Tech Talk with Doug today. By the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program. And you can join us on the show today on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. And we have a ton of texts uh, piling up. And Doug, we got one early, and I think this is interesting. Um, what is KU band and does it pertain to internet or Wi-Fi here? I did a little reading on it because it came in early 
it, it looks like this is a thing, particularly in in Europe, but don't know much about it. What do you? I've mean? never heard of it. I, I'm not. I, if, if I just pop that into into Google and it comes up with K2 Panda Musical Group in Boston, I, that, that's a. Yeah, that's new to me. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 this, this is what I was able to find. KU band is okay, uh, under that in the frequency of 12 to 18 gigahertz. It's one of the major technologies used today for high-speed satellite internet. The band is split into multiple segments to be used by different regions, the Americas, Europe, Africa, Australia, Indonesia, etc. So th- this could be related to maybe Starlink, what Elon Musk is doing, launching all those low-level satellites that uh, over time, it's still in beta, uh, will, will, I guess, make high-speed internet available wherever you are. Uh, he continues to launch satellites and expand that network. But that's what I was able to find real quick. But uh, I think it has to do with satellite-based internet. Uh, everything on the net at a, at a glance on KU band, that's exactly what it's pointing to. And yeah. it actually it talks about a microwave frequency at at, at, um, at 12 yeah. to 18 gigahertz. So that's which I, I don't think people would appreciate. But, yeah, yeah, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I have to, I have to tell you, Steve, I got to play dumb here. That's above my pay grade. These guys that take care of this frequency stuff, they're way, way smart. Yeah. And the it, whole different world. Yeah. And I, I know that uh, managing the bandwidth, typically the domain of the Federal Communications Commission, mm-hmm. uh, and, and managing that and making sure that uh, people aren't uh, violating their, their bandwidth, so to speak, uh, falls under their jurisdiction, the AM, FM. Uh, television signals. Uh, most television signals now are on the UHF band, uh, as they've abandoned VHF, and I think Correct. they've uh, auctioned some of those signals. Uh, well, I thought, here's, here's one interesting, though, is it talks about the NATO K band that uh, turned into the KU band. So it was like three bands for the original NATO, N-A-T-O. Uh, so I, I think that might might have been around a while, but possibly governed by the government. Yeah, hard to tell, hard to know. Yeah, but but uh, once again, it, it talks about satellite, and I, I think uh, satellite-based internet's going to become a bigger and bigger thing if Elon oh my, Musk yes. has his say. All right, let's let's get to some other texts uh, real quick from our Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Uh, please discuss ad blockers and script disablers. Mozilla suggests using AdBlock Plus and no script. To feed up or speed up the Firefox browser, uh, have you heard of that? Do you recommend that? Uh, actually, when I go into Firefox and I'm looking at extensions, and I it's the one browser that I will put in five or six extensions. If it's recommended by Mozilla, by all means, uh, it doesn't mean pack in everything, but if it's if it's uh, if it's appropriate for your use, go. But I think Mozilla absolutely should have some type of ad blocker. Uh, there's uh, there's ultimate ad blocker. Ad blocker plus is good, and I think that there's like three of them that Mozilla actually will recommend. And if it's any extension that's recommended by Mozilla is safe and sound and and way to go. Um, as far as ad blockers go, now that is really kind of what makes the Brave browser so unusual as well. That has an ad blocker built right into it at the core, and these bad actors can't even create software to recognize that it's operational. 
That's a cut above, I think. I think that's just the cream to the creme of controlling your deals. In fact, I think everybody should have the Brave Browser. But Mozilla Firefox, I probably use that probably 40% of my, my time on the Internet. And I've got mine set up to do a lot of nice things when I'm in YouTube. I don't know. I can skip over the, the ads and that kind of thing. just makes it a lot more pleasant. They've got some really good recommended ad. But, yes, you need an ad blocker for Mozilla uh, Firefox for sure, and probably a couple others. Mozilla's come a long way in the last several years. It's just a lovely browser. Um, let's go to the phone lines. We have Mike in Minneapolis. Mike, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, fellas. Um, I my mother has dementia, and she thinks she wants a cell phone. And I've done a little searching, and I'm wondering, is there a cell phone that exists that doesn't have the internet capability on it. Oh, sure. They're non-smartphones. For voice. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I can't remember. I think it's um, U.S. Cellular that has one, especially designed for seniors. Big buttons, no internet. It's just beer voice. I, I think that's where it is. I think it's cell, U.S. 8 cell, uh, Cellular. Um, but there, I'll run a search for you and give me a call sometime early next week and we'll find your mom a nice phone. All right, very good. Thanks for the call. Uh, back to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line on the program. Doug, can you explain your backup method when you copy documents folders to an external drive? Sure. Uh, do you delete the prior backup, uh, or or do you, do you copy them over? T- talk about how you do that when you back up uh, documents to say an external when when potentially that document already exists. Yeah, it's a, it's really, it, it's a, it depends on how many I've got and how many changes I'm saving. But the, but the best method is, and I use Google Drive, so I will open up one. If you're using Windows, Windows Explorer. If you're using Linux, a file manager, and that just gives me the direction of where I'm going to put it. I'll open one up and go to my Google Drive, and then I'll open up another one for my source, and that's where it's on my computer. And I just shade it, right click. Slide down and left-click copy. I go back over to my target, and I put one quick left-click. That then becomes my working environment. I right-click and I paste, and it just pops right up there. Now, as far as overwriting it, if it's a small file, if it's small, I'll just go ahead and just pop it right in next to it. But I generally will create a folder, and I create my folders with the with the year, month, and date. So it's uh, to, uh, 2023, uh, 02 04 with dashes in between. So if I'm looking for something, I can generally go by date. Or if it's something recent, I can just do a sort by descending manner by the file name. And it really does make sense. Put them in folders. And you could put your copies in each folder and just put that same date format for the backup as the name of the folder and just extend it out for the day. And it just works out just perfect. And if you ever have any problem with that, feel free to give me a holler. And that's the same with an external hard drive or a Google Drive or iCloud or however that works. But your source and target, copy and paste. And it goes so fast. It's just real quick and easy. And then you know you've got the whole copy exactly the way it is. It's safe and sound up in the cloud, and you're good to go. Quick break. We'll have more Tech Talk coming up. You can be a part of it. Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Uh, we'll return in a moment here on News Talk. E3O WCCO. Tech Talk continues on a 
better Saturday here in early February. It's uh, feeling a little better temperature-wise. 24 now. Uh, we'll get another update on that weather following the news at 3 o'clock here at News Talk E3OWCCO. We want to jump back to the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. We, we've got a lot of messages. Doug, we'll try to get to as many as we can. Okay. Um, this is uh, a, a good one, um, and we, we haven't really talked about PayPal in a while. I recently had a situation where I looked up PayPal customer service, and I I couldn't get through to them. Well, that's unusual too. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, you you get a hold of PayPal, and it's just bang, bang, bang. They they've always been really quite good on their service. Um, I uh, that's that's definitely unusual. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would have to say to that is if, if you're having trouble getting a hold of a large company that you're doing business with, you can always reach out to gethuman.com. And this is a service that really is quite effective. They, I believe sometimes they will do it for free. Sometimes they, and they'll tell you before they charge you, it's like five to $15. I've used it a couple of times. And when I couldn't get through and within probably an hour, somebody was calling me. I don't know what they do or how they promote that, but yeah. that works out real well. And it's Get Human, G-E-T-H-U-M-A-N.com. It's a great website to have. It's, uh, that that would be, but I that, I got to think that's really strange. I, I'd be checking the number first. Now, now, what's that website again? If you, you're trying to reach someone, uh, trying to uh, yeah, speak with a human being. Yeah, it's it's uh, Get, G-E-T, just like go get a cup of coffee, gethuman.com. G-E-T-H-U-M-A-N.com. It's a great website. Been around a good long while. Um, and I people trying to get into Microsoft, for example, they couldn't get in. And I'd send them to Get Human, and oh, they'd have somebody on the line in no time at all. And it, it really works. It, it, it's just effective. And I know for sure that um, that Xfinity will respond to that. And there's the bigger companies are watching that pretty close. So it's, uh, it's a good thing. All right, uh, let's let's try to get to Tom in New Ulm. Tom, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to Europe in May, uh, specifically Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, um, and I've got a Verizon plan on my smartphone, my iPhone. Uh, I'm wondering what's the best way to talk and text in Germany, and then is there anything special I need to know about the Internet? There's certainly the Internet there. That's actually going to be a better question for your service provider, but I will tell you that you're going to need um, uh, power adapters uh, for your for your iPhone, for your Apple equipment, to make sure that you're able to charge them. And Germany is a little bit different with the internet. I just I got a grandson that's in the Air Force and just relocated to Germany. Of course, he's got the Air Force when he's on uh, on base, so it's uh, he calls up on his. Uh, Video phone is crystal clear, better than it was when he was uh, down in Texas. It's um, I know that their internet in Germany is exceptional. It really is. It's a good, good thing that they got going over, going on over there. As far as cost, I couldn't even begin to imagine. Yeah. But yeah, just um, it, I'd get a hold of Verizon and, and get all the background on that I could before I had to leave. And it's, uh, it's good you're looking into that beforehand. And thank you so much for the call. I wish I could have been more help. Yeah, that, that is a good one. I know my uh, 
mom and dad have traveled overseas a number of times since they've retired. They've been, they've been fortunate to be able to do that. And typically, uh, they alert their service provider. And ironically, I think they are Verizon, if, mm-hmm. if memory serves. And usually go to the store or get a hold of someone on, fo- on the phone. Let them know where you're going. And then they they can probably change your plan. Now you don't need it. You don't need a year-round plan, right. but they can upgrade your plan on a short term. And if memory serves, that's what they did. So they're able to use their smartphone and their equipment, and if need be, a hotspot to to reach the internet. Exactly. Typically, though, if you're staying in a hotel, they'll help you out with that. But you're absolutely right about power adapters. That that is a good Huge. one to remember. Yeah. That's a big one. And the other thing, too, that we should mention, Steve, is, is a lot of people neglect before they leave. Contact your credit card companies on the, on the cards yep. you're going to take with you. Otherwise, you, you'll be over there and they got to verify. It just doesn't look good. But if you're on top of that and they've got advanced warning, no problem at all. Just bang, bang, bang. And it's just like being here in the good old U.S. of A. Yeah. And that that is uh, great advice as well uh, on the credit card front as well. And and really that's true because uh, the credit card companies that I work with, uh, they're really on top of any sort of unusual activity. I know it feels like Big Brother is watching, but there, there's no doubt they're trying to stop fraud. And if all of a sudden you're in the States and the next thing that, that card's getting hit in Switzerland or Germany, that is going to raise a red flag. Even when you're traveling here in the States, they they they, they had a sense. Uh, they, they knew once upon a time when my daughter was going to school in Arizona that I would travel down there regularly. And, and so they recognized that. But but the first time it was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And and I would get I would get some sort of notification from the credit card company, and they said, "Hey, is this you? Uh, if it is, you don't need to respond. But if it's not, get a hold of us right away." Yeah, Nancy was traveling, and yeah. she ended up having to wait like three hours until that got verified. So yeah. she called me, and I just transferred her money down through a Western Union until she get that straightened out. And that was a that was a good lesson because anytime she leaves town now, first thing she does is a week beforehand let everybody know. And, uh, Doug, uh, we're tight on time. What's the phone number and email? Oh, thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, admin at WCCOTech.com. A-D-M-I-N at WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. And thanks for all the calls. Yeah, a lot of great calls, a lot of great texts on the program. We apologize to the folks that didn't get on the air. We'll do it again in a week. Doug Swinhart, Tech Talk, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.